0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to my social life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today's the takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Mallory Rowan. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the full episode yet, no worries. I used to tell people to go back and listen to the original, the full episode first, before they listen to the takeaways. But maybe in your case, maybe an hour and a half podcast is too long to listen to. Maybe it's not your style. Maybe you just don't have the time to dedicate an hour and a half of your life to listen to it. And I respect that. So if you don't know who Mallory Rowan is, Mallory Rowan is an entrepreneur. She co founded LVD Fitness with her boyfriend, Josh, who OG podcast listeners will recognize as the third ever guest of this podcast, but they co-founded LVD Fitness, which was a strength lifestyle, strength sports lifestyle and apparel company, and they grew that company. They scaled it. It became one of the premier powerlifting apparel brands in the world. It was a global brand. They were bringing in over six figures a year. They grew that. They have since kind of paused the company. They paused LVD Fitness a little bit while they're kind, of, they're, they're kind of their values have shifted, and they're not 100% sure what they're going to be doing with that. Company, so they've kind of paused it in the meantime. And right now, Mal is out on her own. She's running. She's uh, her own. She has a marketing agency which has different clients that she brings in. She helps with their marketing, their branding. She also has online courses called Mal hashtag Mal made me do it. And she's going to help you right now. It's mainly a fitness one, but she's also going to incorporate some mental health and some financial and business ones into there. So, and Josh, to touch base on what Josh is up to. Josh is currently heavy into real estate right now. Absolutely crushing it in Ottawa. We're where all the three of us live. So they're off doing big things. Even with LVD fitness on pause, they're still pursuing entrepreneurship full-time and crushing it. Now that I say that, it's real, I want to say real estate is entrepreneurial. You have to go out and find your own clients. Either way, before we dive into that rabbit hole, I want to talk about some of the takeaways I had from my talk with Mal. And the first one being, the first one that I kind of jotted down here, I have a little notepad next to me, is analysis paralysis. And not just analysis paralysis as a whole, but specifically when it comes to social media. I'm saying how when she's helping people with her social and stuff, or she'll go give talks and she'll talk to people after. They'll come up to and be like, well, how do I grow my Instagram? She's like, okay, well, what are you posting? And they're like, okay, well, we're not posting yet. She's like, okay, well, start there and like start with starting before you focus on growing it. With, when Mal kind of talked about the analysis paralysis, when people think of social media, they just think about all the possible things that have to go into it. They stress themselves out and they don't do it. So for example, when it comes to, we'll just use Instagram. Okay, well, where do I get my content? What should my content be about? Should I have, like, how do I organize my grid? What should my caption be? Do I use hashtags? Do I not use hashtags? How many hashtags do I use? When do I post? During the morning, at night, in the afternoon? Uh, should I post videos? IGTV important? Um, what should I do? What, what should I do? And then they just don't post at all. And that, I can understand that. I can back and look, hearing all the things that I just listed off can be overwhelming. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to get anywhere by not posting. You need to just start and you're going to figure out all of those things that I listed off. You're going to figure out what kind of your brand voice should be. You're going to figure out what your caption should say. What kind of photos should you take? You're going to figure it out along the way because it's a lot harder to figure it out before you start than once you start. You'll see what works, what doesn't work, how things look, what you like, what you don't like, and you'll be able to figure it out as you go along. So The most important thing before you even think about trying to grow your Instagram, just start posting it get a feel for it, figure it out, get on the platform, play around on it and see what you like and what will work best for you and your brand. Because honestly, in a 2019 scenario, it's better to be just almost half pregnant on social media than not posting at all. I feel like if you're going to post on social media, post once a week on Instagram. In that case, Twitter, maybe a few more times than once, but Instagram, post once a week, not ideal, but it's better than not posting at all. Because in my personal case, sometimes I'll go to restaurants, for example, and I'll look, I'll try to tag them Instagram story and I'll look them up and I can't find their Instagram. And these are like local restaurants. Obviously it's not like chains or anything, but they don't have an Instagram. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? Or they'll have like four photos from 2015. And that's it. If you do find their Instagram and it's like, why? Like having an Instagram and a strong presence on social media is such an important part of your marketing strategy, just your business strategy in 2019 that you should be on there. Don't overanalyze it. Don't freak yourself out. Just start posting and you'll figure it out along the way. And if just getting outside of my restaurant example, if you're someone, if you're a person that wants to start an Instagram and you don't know what it should be about, one big tip that Mal and I, Mal talked about was niche. You need to find your niche, find a niche, what is the niche within that niche, and then go one step lower and niche down one more time. The example Mal gave was instead of doing a nutrition page, do nutrition for, I think it was like for your gut if you have IVF or something like that. And that's very, very specific, but that's going to resonate with every single person that wants to know about that. For example, like if you did a superhero, a little bit more broad because I don't know enough about IBF to kind of play with that example a little bit. But we'll just take superheroes, for example. Say you make a superhero page. Okay, well, that's pretty broad. Then maybe you niche down a little bit more. And now you're doing DC instead of Marvel. Okay? If you don't know, if you're not a comic book person, DC is one major comic book company. Marvel is another. And then, so now you have a DC page. Okay, great. But niche down one more time pick a specific hero. Don't just do DC. Maybe you want to do just Superman or just Batman. And even from there, you could niche down harder than that. Are you going to focus on Batman comic books, Batman cartoon shows, Batman movies? Like you couldn't even pick which segment of Batman movies. Are you going to do the old ones? Are you going to do the Dark Knight trilogy? Like just continue niching down until you find something that is very targeted and very specific because if you're a fan, there's likely going to be other people that are fans of whatever it is or interested in whatever it is that you're talking about. So find a niche. It's important. Believe me, I know it can seem hard and daunting and almost like you're in a box. And I get that. And even with the, this podcast, I understand it's it's social media and that's my quote unquote niche. My niche is social media. And I kind of just roll with that and tell people, yeah, I have a niche. My niche is social, but I understand that I'm not as niched down as I prop as I should be with this podcast it is still a little bit broad and that's kind of why I went with social media as my quote-unquote niche because I can do Instagram I can do Twitter I can do Facebook I can do YouTube whereas if I focused in on just one specific platform that might allow me to grow quicker than than I have grown because I'm a little bit all over the place sometimes I have people that are big bloggers, sometimes I have YouTubers sometimes I have Instagrammers and it's also varies episode to episode and I do understand that but I also know that like For the sake of longevity of this podcast, if, for example, Instagram were to go away tomorrow, my podcast was solely based on Instagram, I'm kind of screwed. The social space will continue to evolve and the platforms that we use and that are currently hot within culture and important within culture will change. And it might not look like that right now. You might think, like, a world without Instagram? That's weird. But MySpace used to be the biggest social network, right? I mean... I say that as someone that's too young young to ever actually use MySpace, but there will be a time and place where Instagram isn't the number one platform within culture and society. So I don't want to box myself in that way. So that's why I made it social media because as the space evolves and as new platforms emerge like TikTok, I'm still trying to get a TikToker onto the podcast. I came super close once, hasn't happened yet. I would like to. Because that platform is super interesting. But as platforms like TikTok emerge, I can have people on from that show. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to your social media strategy, whether that be as an individual or a business, you're going to have to incorporate all social media. I think, of course, when you're starting, focus on one, try and grow one and be established in one before you really devote all your effort into another. But I think all platforms are important to your strategy. So that's why even though I am kind of hypocritical in saying, find your niche, find a smaller niche from that niche, and then another niche within that niche, like... That's going to help you again, like just as we could use using this podcast as an example of how I could niche it down even more. Again, hypocritical that I'm telling you to do it, I'm not doing it myself, but this is a do as I say and not as I do kind of thing. But so within my podcast, if I was to take the social media thing, okay, great, that's my niche, social media. Okay, but then I niche it down one more time. And now it's not just social media, it's YouTube. Okay, cool. And then within that niche, I could go down one further. And what kind of YouTube videos? Not just YouTube as a whole. Maybe I want specifically vloggers. Okay, well, what kind of vloggers do I want? And then I could go travel vloggers. Okay, cool. I could even go down one step further, and I could pick a specific country or region that I want to do. Maybe it's European travel vloggers, and that is the entire premise of my podcast. Now, I'm not doing that, and I just went on a big rant as to why, but... For the sake of growth, if you can find that niche within a niche within a niche within a niche that's interesting to you, likely it's going to be interesting to other people as well. And if you can do that and you can pop off within that community, it's going to help you grow. And once you kind of grow, then maybe you can start to dabble and moving into the other things outside of your niche. So you can almost build backwards from that, right? So once you have, we'll say you're interviewing European travel travel vloggers and you're kind of getting scale and you're getting some notoriety, then once you get to that point, you can grow outside of that so after european travel vloggers Europe it's such a random example european travel vloggers then maybe you can start north american travel vloggers asian travel vloggers like all the different regions and then you can kind of just slowly expand from where you are and eventually maybe once you continue to scale then you start incorporating other types of bloggers. So you can grow as your account grows. Your niche can kind of grow as you grow. But in the beginning, it's super duper important to have that niche if you want to grow on social media. And again, I know I'm being hypocritical because I am not really following my own advice. And I understand if you don't listen to me, but from everyone that I've talked to, the num- one of the number one things that I constantly hear is niche. Find a niche. Niche is important. You should have a niche. Do you have a niche yet? No. Okay. Find a niche. So everyone's saying it. So I, for some reason, am deciding not to listen to it because I've kind of gotten into a flow and a rhythm with my podcast. I don't want to make any drastic changes right now in terms of who I interview and really niche down any further than I have. I'm going to stick with my niche of social media, but in your case, niche down as hard as you possibly can. And while we're on this topic of niches and not necessarily interviewing consistent types of people, uh, let's talk about why the frame of this podcast wasn't exclusively a lot of social media right so more often than not, i try to make this as social media heavy as possible whether if it's not tips and tricks it's the story of when they started creating and all of this but with the mal with mal I did with mal i kind of took it in a bit of a different direction we talked about her entrepreneurial journey and stuff like that which with the podcast when it comes to interviewing people i really try to make it more so i want their story in there because people resonate more with the stories and just straight up tactical tips for an hour so stories are great. One, because it's more intriguing than just tactical tips, uh, easier to resonate. And then once they start talking about the tac- tactical tips, you have that context as to who the person is that I'm interviewing and why you should trust the tips that they're giving. So, but with Miles, we talked a lot more about mental health, hustle culture, and burnout than we did talk about social media. And For some people that are, that listens to podcasts consistently, that might be a little weird because like, well, this is a social media podcast. Why are you talking about that? And that's because I feel, I think it's an important conversation to have, whether you're an entrepreneur or a social media creator, whatever you're trying to be, if you're trying to grow your business and you're on social, if you're trying to become a YouTuber, I feel like, I feel like I know that you're going, if you're serious about it, you're going to be putting a ridiculous amount of time and effort into scaling whatever it is that you're trying to grow. And especially in the beginning, there's a very good chance that you're not going to be able to afford your lifestyle just off your YouTube channel if you're very early in the stages and you're trying to grow it. So you're probably working a 9 to 5 job or maybe you're in a restaurant. You're working 12 to 8, 5 to 1 in the morning. And those hours that you're not working, you're devoting to working on your YouTube channel. You're editing your podcast. You're interviewing people. You're going out and vlogging. You're growing your business. You're doing something while you're not working. You're doing your, your side hustle while you're not working. And believe me, I'm in that exact boat. So the reason I want to talk to Mal is because I feel like it's not sustainable to do that for forever. Believe me. I know there's a time and place for it, but hustle culture is becoming a very hot button issue. People are going back and forth. And our man, my man, Gary Vee, I say my man loosely, like I've never actually met him, but I listen to him a lot. Uh, He was kind of caught in the middle of it, even though his message is a little bit different than just hustle all the time. But right now I feel like these are some important things to talk about Well, everyone is I feel like everyone I know has a side hustle so with that in mind you have to make sure how to manage that balance because one thing that another thing I wrote down here that Mal was talking about was the fact that there's more to life than hustle and again a lot of this this is just this is gonna be the episode of hypocrisy I feel like a lot of things I'm going to talk to you about in this episode are things that I myself am guilty of like I said, there's a time and place to hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm currently in that place. I'm trying to grow this podcast and it's not going to grow if I'm not really working at it. So I understand that if you want something to grow, you have to devote a lot of time and energy. I get it. But it's not sustainable for forever. Take when you're hustling. So if we look at the Mal and Josh example. They hustled. They were in school. They were going to this company. They were working. They were doing LVD while they were working. And eventually, they got to a point where they could leave their jobs and do LVD. And then they devoted all that extra time to LVD. And then once they were able to kind of open up there, they were taking on marketing clients while doing LVD. And they're doing all these different things all the time. And they kind of hit that breaking point. And now they've paused the company. They've changed things up a little bit. But it took a breaking point for them to kind of realize that. And I don't think you need to do that either. Like, that's Mal's mission right now. She wants to help people build without burnout, learn from the mistakes that she made. You don't want to end up in Mal's situation where you have pneumonia for two weeks, where you're working and hustling and grinding so hard that you get pneumonia. And then you're just so in a zone of working and always working that you have pneumonia for then two weeks. And you don't even realize. And the doctor just happens to catch it. And I'm just, what would have happened if Mal had not been picking up a prescription or had a general check-in that day where the doctor was like, wait a second, your lungs sound super messed up. Like, what would have happened, right? So she didn't even, she had pneumonia and she didn't even realize. So the whole thing with that is Mal is now trying to help educate people on how to build without burnout. And that was why I was very excited when I found out that she wanted to come on the show. I was like, yes, that's awesome. I want to talk about this. And a big thing is that take that personal time even when you are hustling and again like I said the episode of hypocrisy this takeaways the takeaways of hypocrisy on my my end because that was one thing I talked to Mal about was just with someone that's always working and hustling right when I'm not at work and my work is not a traditional 9 to 5 so I'm working more than that plus I'm doing this podcast which is takes a lot of time to do a podcast it doesn't take 20 minutes to edit an hour and a half podcast right plus the video plus, plus all the shit you know but one thing that I mentioned was like, I love my family, but whenever there's like a family dinner, that means I only get, sometimes I only get a one day weekend and I'm taking that one day to get on a bus and go 45 minutes out to the suburbs to go for dinner for two, three hours and then do a job dog and then like take the trek back downtown. Like that's a lot of time. It's like five to six, that could be five, six hours out of my, out of my day to kind of get all that done. Five, six hours, more than probably six hours depending on the family dinner. Right. And like, that can stress me out. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm not working right now, but there's like, I don't know the actual numbers and we didn't actually talk about this in the podcast, but I know that I've, I've seen fuck. This is headline reading to the extreme and I apologize for that. But having connections and connectivity with people is what kind of comes down to it. That's what's going to make you happiest. The connections you have with your friends and your family. So even when you are hustling, you need to make time for friends and family. Now, in my case, when I, take time for friends. A lot of it is, Hey man, let's grab coffee and go chat. That's all it takes. And at the end of the day, you can still talk about, you can learn from that. You can grow from that. So even if you're not necessarily working on the thing you're working on, you can learn and grow from your friends, the people that you're seeing. And my advice for that is because it is so important to have connectivity, make sure that the people you're seeing when you're not hustling and grinding are people that are going to not necessarily bring value to you but benefit you. I've talked about it before. I'm a huge subscriber to the fact that you're the product of the five people you associate with the most. So make sure when you're going out for coffee or you're meeting up with these people that these are people that are going to build you up instead of break you down. They're positive people that are also working towards something. But make sure you take that time to see your friends and also your family. Your family is extremely important. I understand everyone has different circumstances. In my personal case, I'm speaking from my point of view. My family is extremely important to me. And I understand that I shouldn't have those feelings of, oh, fuck, another family dinner. I don't have time for a family dinner. But it's important to make that time. Work up until the point you have to leave to go and see your family. You don't need to be working around the clock, especially on a day off. You need to make sure you take the time to see your friends and, of course, see your family. Because the last thing that you want is to make it to the top is whatever it is that you're working for. You don't want, maybe not the last thing you want, but you do not want to make it to wherever it is. You're trying to make it. You don't want to make it to the top and then look around and have no one there with you. Right? Like entrepreneurship, Mal and I kind of talked about, it can be lonely in her case. It's not quite as lonely because she did a lot of it with Josh. Like she, they grew it together. So it wasn't nearly as lonely. but if you're someone doing it by yourself, It can be pretty lonely. Like I sit and edit for like three, four hours by myself. I don't talk to anybody. I just sit there and grind. And like that is great, but it can be lonely and you're kind of like, oh, well, this kind of sucks. Now imagine just doing that and then the payoff is once you finally get to where you want, you're stuck alone still. So make sure you make the time for the important people around you and make sure that those friends and family that you spend time with are Benefit? Not ben. I don't like the word beneficial because I don't want to make makes it sound like it's like you're using them because they're so good. But make sure that they're people that are going to build you up, that you're also going to build up instead of someone that's going to tear you down. And when I was asked Malik, like, when it comes to burnout and things like this, what are some things that we can people can do like to kind of prevent burnout? What can they do to avoid having pneumonia for two weeks and just really crashing and burning? And her, the point that she kind of made that, which is the point I wrote down here, was have your non-negotiables. And now non-negotiable is exactly as it sounds. It's something that you have that you shouldn't, that you has to happen regardless of how much work you have to do, regardless of what's going on in your day. These are things that have to happen. So like just some examples, again, it could be reading, it could be yoga. Maybe you want to play video games. Maybe it's watching TV, going to the movies, baking, whatever it is. You need to have some non-negotiables. Going to the bar was the example Malik gave. Maybe you need to go to the bar every single Friday night That's your thing. That's going to help you kind of reset and be rejuvenated once your hangover goes away. If you drink uh, after the bar, like that's going, that's going to kind of help you stay grounded. Then do that. Have your non-negotiables. It can be whatever you want it to be. And you just need those in order to kind of help keep you level? Because if it's just go, 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 grind, 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 then eventually you're going to hit that point. Right? So kind of after listening to Mel talk about that, I was like, I, I agree. I think. I've never really heard him talk about it like that before having your non-negotiables, but I completely agree. It made sense. And after thinking about it a little bit more, how I've kind of framed it within my head is you need to have your non-negotiables. So I've wrote, I have non-negotiables now, like a daily non-negotiable, a weekly non-negotiable and a monthly non-negotiable. And these can vary in how much time they take up and what they are and they're important. These are things that I need to make sure I get done. Either the one has to do every day, the one every week and the one every month, at least once a month. Right. So what I have written down here for me personally is my daily non-negotiable is the gym. I need to go to the gym. So I'm going to not to get too heavy into my fucking gym plan here, but I basically go 28 days on in a row and then seven days off. I take a break. So I go hard for 20 days and then I take a week off to kind of rest and recover and all that. So when I'm in that 28 day period, my non-negotiable is I need to go to the gym. That is my, it has to happen regardless of how much podcasting has to be done. I need to go to the gym. I need that. And I was just even thinking today, like I, the gym is great, but it's also kind of that alone time. I'm always, I'm at work with people. I'm at home with, I live with my girlfriend that I'm, this isn't a knock on her. Uh, I just, but I need that time where it's just me, right? Like, and that's what the gym provides me. And it also, I also like working out and it's good for me and it's healthy and I feel great when I finish. So the gym is my daily non-negotiable. Am my weekly non-negotiable? Which, looking at it now, and like it might be a bi-weekly thing, but it's dinner with my girlfriend. We like to go around. We like to try the local only spots, like the the hole in the wall, the different place. We like to discover these little restaurants, and we really enjoy that. We like to try the food. We have this whole we're, we're fucking nerds. We have like a power ranking of all the local restaurants. We rank them like one. And we where does K? Okay, where does this? Was it better than this place or? where I digress. But. um that's a non-negotiable for me. I like doing that. I like finding these places. I like trying the food. Like it's kind of and also I'm a very picky eater. So when we go, I try to get out of my comfort zone a little bit with the food that I'm eating. And then we just kind of talk. And it's good to kind of sit there, put the phones down, and just talk about life and what's going on without worrying about anything else. That's kind of my I wrote it down as weekly non-negotiable, but food's expensive, guys. <laughs> so it might be a bi-weekly non-negotiable, which you know what? That's not the end of the world if it's bi-weekly. I understand that. Money is a thing and we can't just be buying it, eating out all the time. Uh, so that somewhere between a weekly and a bi-weekly thing is going for dinner and like not just grabbing subway on the way home, like going and going to a restaurant, sitting down. And one thing we need to be better at is taking our time. Cause like we have, we'll have these great talks before the meal meal will come and we'll just fucking crush it. So, uh, that's something I'm getting way too deep into this whole, just go for dinner. You guys get what I mean when I say my weekly non negotiable is go for dinner with my girlfriend. In my monthly, and this one should probably be more than monthly, but my monthly non-negotiables, I have to see my family. And it's, I got to see my mom, my aunt, and my grandparents. Like those are my, I have to see them at least once a month. That's extremely important to me. Like I said, my family means a lot to me. And even though like I'll, sometimes I'll have that feeling where oh, six hours, like out of my day, I might have that feeling, but I know it's important when I'm there. And it's very rare when I'll be with my family. I'm like, I could be editing right now right like when i'm there i'm enjoying myself i'm happy it's good to see my family it means a lot for my family to see me and i'm not saying that to be like i'm just so dope that my family loves seeing me like it's just good i'm family right so family it's important to see your family so it's good for my family when they see me it's good for me when i see my family so that is my weekly non-negotiable it should probably a little bit be a little bit more than that i should try and see my family more than once a month but right now that is my goal to make sure it's every single month that i see My family, because I think there was honestly like a month and a half period where I didn't see my mom and that's probably not good considering we live in the same city. So those are my non-negotiables and you should have yours as well. And I'd love to actually hear what you set for your daily, your weekly and your monthly non-negotiables. Seriously, like genuinely, I want to know if you're listening to this, DM me your non-negotiables. That's how one, I'll know that you're, dope and you listen to the entire podcast because we are about to wrap this up. So DM me personally, you can DM me at, at the Jacob Kelly uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram is probably preferred because I don't think I've ever checked my message requests on Twitter and I should really change that. Um, no, I have checked them. No one's ever actually DM me from the podcast on Twitter. I'll get DMs on Instagram. So just DM me. I'm at the Jacob Kelly. I'd love to know. Hit me with your daily, your weekly, and your monthly non-negotiables. And maybe if you don't have them, we can chat and figure out what those should be because they are important. And even though we hustle and we grind all the time, you need to find time to step away for a minute and kind of reset, recalibrate, and then get back at it because be, it's better in the long term. For you, If you can kind of take that time to reset and recalibrate, then just kind of go, 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 you'll hit that wall. So we're going to try and not hit that wall. So send me your non-negotiables. I'd love to know what they are. And I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this entire podcast. Whether you have listened the entire way through or you only listen to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Do me a big favor, guys and follow Mallory on Instagram check her out she's at Mallory Rowan I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes down below and if you'd like to follow me like I said you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Jacob Kelly and send me a DM with your non-negotiables I'm telling you again make sure that you do it and if you enjoyed this podcast if you enjoyed me ranting for the last 25 minutes uh, please consider leaving a rating and a review the more positive ratings and reviews you get the more it helps new people find the show and the more new people find the show the more downloads I get which is mean like super dope the more people that listen to these podcasts which is awesome so if you like this podcast please consider doing that Uh, it'd mean a lot to me and if you like to follow the podcast to see some videos these takeaways are actually audio exclusive i don't know if i've ever said that publicly before but i've never posted the takeaways anywhere else but if you want to see video from my conversation with mallory you can find them on instagram just little one minute clips at at my social life podcast or on youtube by searching up my social life Uh, like i said i really appreciate you taking time to check this out Um, hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon